You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi guys, and welcome back to another new episode of Uni Therapy Podcast. My name is Kat, and you are listening to Couch Talks. So Couch Talks is the special episode that we put out on Wednesdays where I answer questions that you guys send in to me at Catherine at UniTherapyPodcast.com. So today I answer questions from you guys. I usually do two. I'm going to do that today. If you have a question, send it in. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you guys, most of you know the drill by now, but this is not therapy and I am not being your therapist via the podcast. This is just me walking through some questions that you guys send in and doing my best to help you guys think about questions that might help you make the best decision for you out there in the world. All right. So now remember, we keep these anonymous, so I don't say anybody's names. I will read the questions and then I am going to talk about it. So let's jump into the first one. So hi, Kat. I started a new job within the last year, so I have a new boss with whom I don't have a super great connection with yet due to working virtually for majority of the time. I've always been fairly confident with my body and never suffered from any form of eating disorder. But when I returned to work in person, my boss started making constant comments about my body type. Every time I see my boss, she says things like, oh my goodness, one day I'll have a body like you. Or, oh, I used to be thin like that when I was young, but just wait till you turn 30. In parentheses, I already am. Or, and most uncomfortable of all, oh, no wonder you have a body like that. Just look at you eating nothing for lunch. Meanwhile, I have eaten a full lunch and I always do. There's been tons more comments like that, including bringing baked goods to the office and being told, oh, you take your little size two body and those baked goods out of here. I'm on a diet. How do I respond to these comments and tell her it makes me uncomfortable when she's my boss? I don't know how to approach the topic with someone who's my superior. I think she means well, but I feel like crawling out of my skin when she says these things. Okay, so wow, this is just tough. I think it's hard living in a world where this kind of stuff is just so normal and those comments are just like so normal. 
And I'm assuming she does mean well, but regardless, to me, it's clear, as clear as it can be from not even actually knowing her or this actual situation. (laughs) It's clear that your boss's comments are really about her more than you. But then regardless, it still doesn't feel good to hear them and you shouldn't have to continue to hear them. I would be curious as to know what has stopped you from responding in the past and what keeps you from expressing how you feel. And those are two things that I might sit down and think about and and write out and talk about and figure out because this may be an experience that hints at a larger part of your life. And I think that would be really valid to look at. Now, when we don't say what we mean, and use our voice, then we also allow a lot of space for interpretation. Now, I'm a firm believer that we train people how to treat us. Therefore, when a comment is made like this and we just kind of let it go or laugh it off in order to not make it uncomfortable or awkward, we send a message that could be interpreted as what you're saying is okay and it doesn't bother me because we've left things up for interpretation. And I don't know the dynamic of you and your boss, and I get that this makes it difficult because of the power differential, but as a blanket statement to anyone, no matter what someone's role is, they don't have the right to make comments about your body that make you uncomfortable. That's like basic human 101 deal. I don't care who you are. I also believe that as a leader, a boss needs to be someone who's open to feedback and that's what you're offering. You're offering feedback. I also think that we make stuff up in our heads as a way bigger deal than it actually is. And we catastrophize what's going to happen if we just simply speak up for ourselves when a lot of times that stuff doesn't even happen. And if it would happen, that would signal a bigger issue in the system that you're working in. Honestly, this is a issue that is much larger than this exact example that's centered around women and the way that we're conditioned to exist. And depending on your story, this could have a lot to do with your experience of speaking up, how you're raised, how you're spoken to and treated, how your parents express their needs, and then what you've done with that. So there's a lot to think about here. And what I mean by all that and why I'm even saying that is, and like I said earlier, this could be an example of a larger thing that you might want to look at in your life and how in other areas do you struggle with this and why or why not? What is it about this area if it's just this area? Now, the reality in this is when we take out all the external parts, all of the parts of your story, all the things that you've learned about X, Y, Z, growing up, your environment, when you take all of that out and we just go with like a blank slate that everybody gets to have, you're allowed to need things and you're allowed to ask for what you need. And if we are worried about making that other person feel uncomfortable, I would just like to say this, this is not the place to be a martyr. It is not your job to take care of other people's feelings. It's your job to take care of yours. And I think that's really important. So I'm going to say it again. It's not your job to take care of other people's feelings. These are adults and they can take care of their feelings of being uncomfortable. And what happens when somebody expresses that they don't like something that they did. It's your job to take care of your feelings because you have your feelings and they have theirs. You don't have each other's. Now, like I said, we make this a bigger deal than it is. I like to just bring it down to what you're actually doing. You're just really expressing something that you need. And I want you guys to know we're all allowed to express our needs. And this can sound as simple as, hey, I actually feel uncomfortable when I hear comments about my size and my body and the foods I eat. And I would really appreciate it if you didn't continue making them. Period. Period. Boom. Done. It's over. You don't explain yourself. It's clear. It's concise. It's kind. And then you move on. That's what I'm saying is like we build this thing up in our head based on society, based on our story, based on 
our environment. We build this up into this thing when really you're literally just asking for a very simple thing. And if that is not respected and if that is not welcomed, that's not about you. Because what I just said, very, very simple. I really appreciate you even bringing this question up because I think what I've said a couple times is this is a bigger issue about asking for our needs and feeling okay to ask for our needs despite power differentials. These are basic like human rights. So I appreciate that. And there's a lot of digging into this that you can do. But when it comes to just the the basics of how do I speak up for myself, it's literally just that. And If anybody else that is listening to this is relating to it and is thinking, wow, I struggle with that too, offer yourself some grace because we approach setting boundaries and speaking up for ourselves based off of what we've learned about doing that. It's not like you woke up one day and were like, I really want to make it easy for people to hurt me and not speak up for myself. You didn't do that. So offer yourself some grace and then just make some moves to work towards the kind of person that you want to be step by step, day by day. You don't have to go in to the office tomorrow, guns blazing, screaming at the top of your lungs, all the things that you want out of life. You could do it step by step. you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more more info now. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days. Like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50. And it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Let's go to question number two. All right. Hi, Kat. I have recently gone back to school to become a therapist. Much to do with listening to your podcast. I love it, but I just would like to hear your thoughts on something that I've been struggling with. I'm guessing it's normal for me to feel insecure about being able to help people when I feel like I still have my own struggles. However, when I hear you and I when, when I look at you, I make the assumption that all your stuff is in the past. And I also assume it needs to be because you need to be healthy to be a good therapist. 
In the back of my head, I know you're a human and that means you aren't perfect. So my question is, how do you navigate being a human and being a therapist? Okay, so great question. One thing I do, and I do often, is I remind myself that I am a human first. I'm a human first and I'm a therapist second. And if anyone expects me to be a certain way just because I'm a therapist, that's on them, not on me. I'm gonna mess up, I'm gonna have really hard days, and I'm gonna let people down, personally and professionally. Being a therapist is a job, not a, not an identity. And when I leave my office and I'm not working, I don't walk around as a therapist. I walk around as cat. But I want to go back to the beginning here. So I haven't always been the version of me that you may hear speak or see post on Instagram. I haven't always been that version. That's the version I am now. And that's valid and that's real. But I started as a therapist just like everyone else starts, not knowing what to do or what to say. And making a lot of mistakes. I've had clients ask to leave sessions. I've asked clients when I worked in residential treatment, asked to switch therapists because they thought that I sucked. I've had clients tell me that they don't like me to my face, which is fine. I've had all of that. And to be honest, I wasn't always a good therapist, but I had to start somewhere. So all of that's okay because I had to start somewhere. And you get better at things by doing them. You don't get better at things by waking up and being like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be just, you know, as good as somebody would be after doing it for 10 years tomorrow. That's not a thing. So when it comes to being a therapist, you get better by doing your own therapy as well. And so if you are a therapist that has never been to therapy, I highly, 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 highly recommend you ask yourself, first, why? Why have I not? And then make an appointment. I think that's an essential part of being a therapist is actually going through that experience yourself. The other part of this is something that is super common to feel. Like you can't help someone if you're struggling. And to an extent, it's kind of valid. If I was active in an eating disorder or some kind of maladaptive behavior or unwilling to dig into my own stuff and therefore I was drinking or using some kind of drug or if I was in some kind of addiction, if I was doing any of that, you know, uh, in a relationship cycle, I wouldn't be a very good therapist because I wouldn't be being real. I wouldn't be able to show up as an authentic person. I also think that has so much potential to be harmful as well because your clients will trigger you and you'll trigger your clients and then you'll play your stuff out on each other in the session and you won't be helping either of you really. But just because I'm not active in an eating disorder or one of those things doesn't mean I don't have bad days and I don't struggle. So there's a difference between like really being active in a really unhealthy pattern and then being a human that struggles. And while I have never been someone who presents and pretends like I am fine all the time, I also don't believe that it's helpful or appropriate for me to share my current personal struggles with clients and on the internet before I have worked through them ever, but before I've worked through them. And part of learning how to be a helper is learning how to take care of yourself first and then learning how to separate your stuff from your clients and the people around you. I don't share my current stuff with the world publicly because I allow myself to feel it and work through it before I turn to some kind of outlet to validate or help me avoid what I really need to face. And then so I can show up as not a perfect human, but a safe and a stable one. What I want to tell you is that you can be healthy and you can have hard days weeks, months, whatever, hours at the same time. And it matters more about what you do with what you're struggling with than rather if you're struggling or not. 
And I think it's really, really important and valuable for all people, not just therapists, to really seriously make self-care plans for themselves. What are you doing to take care of you? What are your non-negotiables for your mental and your physical health? And then with that, what are warning signs that it's time for you to take a step back? And what are warning signs that are saying it's time for you to take a break or that you need to go back to therapy or focus on this? What are warning signs for you? So all of that is really helpful stuff to look at and, and prepare for because as a human being, you're going to have those moments and you still get to do your job. So I hope that helps kind of ease some of the fear and the anxiety around having to get all your stuff together before you become a therapist. And I hope that you continue to let yourself show up as a human being. And if you do that, I fully believe you'll end up being a great therapist yourself. So thank you for that question. And that wraps it up. If you guys have a question, whether it is a follow-up to one of those, a follow-up to an episode, or just a random thought or question, go ahead and send it to Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. While you're at it, you can follow us at cat.defada and at Uni Therapy Podcast. I hope you guys have the exact day that you need to have today, and I will talk to you guys on Monday. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.